Hey there, mama. Welcome back to High Five Motherhood. So we just did a travel series because spring break is just around the corner and it's time to kind of build those relationships back, right? Bond our families together. One of the greatest ways we can bond our kids to us is by being an example as parents and having a strong marriage. So today I want to dive into how to gain a stronger marriage. What can we do to gain a stronger marriage and to have that relationship, to have that example for our kids? Like we want to set a good example where we are showing love and affection and are feeling joy and happiness with each other, which helps us then to do the same and mirror that example for our kids. So I want us to try this weekly system to rekindle our love so that every single week there's something that kind of helps you to have a check-in and helps you to want to be closer together and, and cultivate a stronger relationship and also kind of work through all the tough things that we go through in marriage. So if you are ready, grab a paper and pen and let's dive right in. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there'll be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Friends, we have the best episode today. So I know we all have just different moments where our marriage is doing really well and moments where it's kind of struggling, right? So I know there's moments where all of us, regardless of where we are in our relationship, that we can always build a stronger marriage, even if it's only 1% better than it was yesterday it's a really important thing to work on our marriage and to try to strengthen it and and strengthen the bond with each other, right? I'm going to give you five little tips today that can help you with a weekly system that we are going to introduce to you today. So first of all, this is called a weekly marriage meeting. A lot of people call it a weekly marriage meeting. We personally at High Five Motherhood call it a couple's council, but you can call it what you want. And all it is really is just a regular meeting that you have with your spouse, just you and your spouse, distraction-free, and it kind of works together to make things fun, right? May have happened over the past week or whatever, and instead of, you know, like letting them create this wedge or resurfacing, you know, 10 years from now, and you just blow up at each other and it creates this huge fight or something, it's important to kind of take those little things as we go. And so a weekly marriage meeting or a couples council is where you can kind of keep those wedges from being stuck in that, you know, your marriage tree, if you want to call it that, right? So that the tree doesn't eventually split apart and snap in half, right? You want to do different things where you can pull out these wedges before they become an issue and find ways to kind of rebond yourself to your spouse and how to um, rekindle that, that love and that flame so that marriage is fun and exciting again, just like it was when you were first married. Right? So all of these things that we're going to go over today are just going to help you to kind of structure your own couples council every single week and make it a habit so that it's something that you guys enjoy. And it's something that is consistent and you don't even necessarily have to think about it. It's just something that you continually do to create a good communication um, connection with you and your spouse so that you don't have to worry about all the miscommunication issues because they they come every single week. You kind of have this weekly weigh-in, this check-in with your spouse and figure out where you guys are at. You do like a little heart check, kind of figure out, okay, are things going well? Are things not going well? Do we need to set some goals? Like how are things going with our parenting? Are we struggling with any of the kids? Are we struggling with each other? 
um, you know, what's on the schedule, like all sorts of different things that we can kind of come together and just have a little weekly marriage meeting. So if you think of it just like a boss has a monthly meeting or a weekly meeting with his staff, it's the same type of idea. So a couple's council, you are having kind of the managers, you know, like the CEO and the COO or whatever you want to call it, you know, come together and the two, you know, the, the wife and the husband, they come together and they create this, this lasting bond and they come together and and kind of get on the same page, right? To get on the same page, to understand what is going on in each other's lives, to be there, to connect and communicate so that you then can teach that to their children. And then you can get into things like family council, which is another thing we can get into later. Without further ado, grab your paper and pen and let's dive into our five tips that can help you to create a stronger marriage. Let's go. Okay. So tip number one, create the habit. Okay. So this is really, really important. It's not something that's going to come super easy because it's new. Okay. So you need to set the side. I can't even talk. You need to set aside one day a week to hold a couple's council or weekly marriage meeting or Sunday night prep meeting, whatever it is that you want to call it. Okay. You decide what you want to call it, but couple's council is what we're going to refer to it as in this episode. Now, this is a great thing that you can put in your paper planner. You can put it in your command center on your like wall calendar. You can put it in your Google calendar. You can set reminders in your phone. Do whatever you need to do in order to make sure that this meeting happens and be on the same page with your spouse. So talk with them and say, okay, what day is going to work for us to have this little marriage meeting and decide how long you want it and kind of set time aside for it, whether it be 15 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever works for you guys. For the first maybe few meetings, you might need it to be a little bit longer just so you can kind of get the system down and decide how you kind of want this whole thing to run, right? And then after that, it can get a lot more smooth and you're able to do it in less time because you kind of have a system down, right? So creating the system and creating the habit might take a little bit of time up front, but if you invest that time up front, it will pay off so much more as the weeks go by. So make sure to invest your time into it, okay? And remember that you want it to be the same time and same place every week. And ideally, it would be in the same spot, right? So same time, same day, same spot every single week, right? So think of, okay, when am I going to have the least amount of distractions? You know, is it better to do it when kids are napping or when they're in bed or when they're preoccupied with different things? Like, is it better to do it on a date night? You know, you kind of decide with your spouse what works for you and just make sure that you're able to do it pretty consistently the same time, same place, and same day every week so that it becomes a habit because it's just naturally around this time, every single day, every single week, you know, or not every single day, I'm sorry, every single week on a certain day that you know this is going to happen because this is the time that you've set aside and it becomes this just habit. It just naturally comes a routine, something that you don't even think about. And you can make it a habit by setting it as a marriage goal to have your you know, marriage, weekly marriage meeting or your couple's council every single week, and then you can track it. So that's just a way to kind of help you to get in the habit. Now let's go to tip number two. Tip number two, get comfortable. I know this may sound kind of silly because you're about to have a meeting, so it doesn't sound like really comfortable, right? But you have to remember, this isn't meant to be a really formal, like sit at the table and be super stiff and everybody in their, you know, business attire. Like we're not here to have, you know, a a big business meeting, right? This is just you and your spouse. It's just like a comfortable, at home date night type idea. You could even actually do it out on a date night out on the town if you wanted to. Um, But a lot of the information that you're sharing is a little more personal. So I prefer to do it at home, but it's up to you what you want to do. When you are having this meeting, make sure that you get comfortable and sit together. When you are side by side, like physically side by side, and you are looking forward together, you actually physically put your problems ahead of you 
not between you. So instead of looking at each other eye to eye, face to face, you actually sit shoulder to shoulder and you put the problem in front of you and it helps you to become a team. And then you're facing that problem together as a couple. And it actually helps create kind of a bond because both of you are looking at the the struggle or the problem in front of you rather than thinking of it between you and, and feeling like it needs to be kind of this fight or this tension between you two. As much as, you know, our our language and our thoughts and things are important. It's also our, our physical bodies, like how we are moving our bodies, what, how we're sitting, how we're facing, you know, all of those different things are really important to think about too, as you're wanting to strengthen that relationship. So think about your body language and try to face yourself or try to face your problem and go side by side with each other. And you can cuddle, you can put your arm around your spouse, you can hold hands, you know, put your head on his shoulder, whatever it is, but try to make it comfortable and enjoyable so that it's not something that becomes a chore, but it's something that you actually look forward to. And you can sit anywhere. Like you can go get cozy on the couch, you know, and get like a blanket to make sure that you're nice and warm and cozy or whatever. You can, you know, go out on an outdoor bench and look under the stars as you're doing this, or you can sit on the bed together and just kind of have pillow talk together. You can sit at a kitchen table and you can totally, you know, do like you could be maybe right before you made cookies or something, you could enjoy some cookies or hot cocoa or something fun together while you're having the council. So don't make it feel like it's a chore. Make it something that is kind of like an in-home date night, something that you can look forward to. Okay. So get comfortable, sit together and be aware of your body language. Okay. Third tip, make it a no phone zone. Okay. So we want to do as much as we can to limit distractions because there's going to be so many distractions, so many things that are going to come your way because Satan is going to want to keep you from building that strong relationship with your spouse because Satan loves to break up families and to break up any relationship that might connect you closer to God. And by doing this, we are not only getting closer to each other, but we're getting closer to God, right? Because we are creating peace and heaven in our home by having these bonds together, right? Limit the distractions, okay? Don't do any sort of screens. Like nothing should be more important than your spouse in that moment. And make sure your spouse like gets that and understands that, that you put your phone in a basket away in another room. You are not having the TV on. You don't have a tablet around. You don't have your laptop open. Like nothing, right? You don't have any of those things available to you except for a certain time in the meeting when you will need them for your calendar, but that's it. And then you put it away. Like you, you've got to have some sort of boundary with your phone and your um, digital distractions so that it's not something that happens. We're not playing video games during this time, right? We're focused on our spouse and the problems and and amazing things that are happening in our marriage, right? Respect your spouse enough to make them your highest priority during this couple's counsel, okay? So no screens, we're not doing work, we're not cleaning the house or preoccupied with other things and no kids. Like this needs to be a time where it's just you and your spouse so you can completely focus on one another. I know it's not super easy to do, but there is always a moment in every parent's life where you have no kids around you, okay? Whether that's bedtime, nap time, Maybe you physically have to actually go out on a date and have a sitter watch the kids or a family member or something, or maybe you have them inside doing something that they're preoccupied with and you're outside and doing, you know, your time with your spouse, whatever it needs to be, find a time where you can be without kids or at least kids preoccupied so you can completely focus on your spouse and no other distractions the best that you can. Try to limit those distractions, okay? So make it a no phone zone. All right, let's go into tip number four. Tip number four, come prepared, okay? A meeting is so not fun if you feel like it literally was so long and so fluffy and not needed that you could literally put it in an email or a text message, right? And nobody likes a long meeting. So bring your meeting agenda pre-filled out or 
spend the first three to five minutes doing kind of a mind sweep and filling out your little meeting agenda. Now, the best thing is we totally have a printable for you. So get excited for this. We're going to have some fun little couples council meeting or weekly marriage meeting printables, whatever you want to call them to kind of help you out with this meeting once a week with your spouse. Okay. So get excited for that. Look for those on our website at www.highfivemotherhood.com and you can check them out in our shop or, um, different. Also, if you go to Instagram, you know, you can click on the link in our bio, which even though we're off social media right now, our link still works in our bio and you are able to click on that to get you to printables, the website, the shop, the planners, all the things. So go ahead and check those out at either place. So come prepared, bring your meeting agenda pre-filled out or spend the first three to five minutes doing your mind sweep and, and filling out that agenda and then bring your calendars and your you know, writing utensils, like your pens, pencils, highlighters, whatever it is that you need to kind of make this meeting work, but come prepared. Okay. So have some ideas ahead of time of what you're wanting to talk about discussions you want to, or I'm sorry, questions you want to discuss and just have some ideas of what you're going to bring to the table. And so if you need to have a little plan session ahead of time, whether it's just three to five minutes right at the beginning of your meeting, or if you want to do it like, you know, an, a day or two before or an hour or two before, whatever you choose, how you want to do it, but do something to have some ideas in place and kind of have an idea of what you guys are going to talk about so that it becomes a natural process as you're going through it. And it's not fluffy and dragging out and taking forever. Like you just get straight to the point, keep it short and simple, and you know exactly what you're going to talk about. Okay. So come prepared. That makes the meeting actually enjoyable (laughs) because you have something to talk about. It's not just fluff. You're not just making things up off the cuff, right? And then you're actually able to address the things that really are problems, or you're able to say, hey, these are some goals that I really want to work on this week, or this is how I thought last week went in our marriage. This is kind of some things I want to work on this week. How about you? Like, how are you doing? Is there anything I can help you with? Like, kind of get some ideas of what you want to talk about. And with our agendas that we Um, have as the printable, we're going to give you ideas and have some that are kind of already pre-done for you. And you just kind of fill out the answers to the questions and things like that. Or we, we might even have some that we're going to do that are kind of a, like an open page where you can kind of fill it in and make up your own system or agenda that you want. So either way, it's going to be something that will be really helpful. So go ahead and check out those printables. Let's get into tip number five. Tip number five, keep it short and make it fun. Okay. It's super, super important. Like we were talking about being prepared and everything to be efficient with your time. Okay. Like we said, no one likes a lengthy meeting. You want to keep it short and simple, sweet and to the point, know what you're going to talk about have some bullet points that you want to focus on and then call it good. Like keep it short and simple so that it's something that you can actually, you know what questions are coming at the table, you know how to answer them, you know what's coming up, right? You know what to expect. Then um, just be productive during the meeting. Focus on the task at hand. And if you kind of get off and go off in la la land and make it fun, right? Make it fun. What what does that even mean? How do you make a meeting fun, right? <laughs> well, keep it positive, okay? This is a time where you can really show gratitude and appreciation towards your spouse. You don't need to say all the problems the whole time. You can actually enjoy all the things they did that were good. Like be their number one cheerleader. Tell them all the things that you loved that they did. Like, sweetie, I so appreciate what you did this week when you did this, or thank you so much for doing that. Or it was really sweet of you when you did this, that, or the other, or, you know, you're just the best at this. Like, I really look up to you for that. Or, you know, I've really noticed this, you know, though you have this skill or talent that I really admire or something, right? Keep it positive, show appreciation and gratitude build them up and just kind of put them on that pedestal so that it's something that you look forward to. You want to hear what your spouse has to say about you because they they look up to you. They love you and 
They love everything about you, right? And you can do this and like vice versa, right? So you feel built up as well because your spouse is doing the same thing for you. And then you can make it kind of more cozy, relaxing, enjoyable, and fun by doing something like rubbing each other's feet while you're talking. So it's you're still getting that physical touch while you're trying to get the emotional connection. So that can be good for both of you because a lot of times the woman really needs the emotional connection and the man really needs the physical connection. Not that we both don't need them, but that that may be more a priority one over the other for either spouse. So try to combine them, right? Rub each other's feet or back or maybe eat a dessert together and like, you know, cuddle or hold hands or something. Um, maybe get ready right after your um, counsel. You can totally play a card ba- card game. I'm sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> a card game or a board game together. Just do something that is, <laughs> I was saying it's pregnancy brain. I don't know. Um, but I just want you to really feel connected and find a way to bring that physical intimacy with that emotional connection so you feel more love towards each other and you want to be there. It's something that is enjoyable and it makes you want to actually have the counsel and not have it be such a chore. And then at the end, try to end it with a prayer. Like just include God in your plans and everything. So also we kind of bring that spiritual light to it and, and God is a part of it. When God's a part of our marriage, our marriage works so much better. You know, if we invite him in and ask him to be a part of it and ask him to be with you, bless your plans, make sure things are going well and that you feel good about what you had talked about and the things you discussed, the plans you made, the goals you made, whatever, right? And then end with like a 20 second hug. I know it seems kind of weird, but believe it or not, if you do at least a 20 to 30 second hug, it lowers your cortisol levels, which is like the stress level, right? And it helps you to feel more love towards that person and it lowers the stress. So if you are dealing with kind of a heated moment, you're like, oh, this is stressful. Like we have so much that we need to deal with. And there's a lot that we discussed and I just feel really overwhelmed right now. And it kind of didn't maybe end on the best note. If you end with a hug, especially if you end with a prayer and a hug that invites God in, it invites the spirit in, and then you're able to lower the stress levels and feel more love and connected at the end. So it becomes a positive note at the beginning, at the end, and during the whole meeting, having these little things of sitting together side by side, ending with a hug or kiss, or, you know, you could even do like a high five. It doesn't necessarily have to be something super intimate, right? You could just high five. So you just have that like, good, feel good feeling after the meeting, you know, whatever it is that works for you and your spouse, but do something that connects you with God and your spouse in a positive way at the end so that you feel like this is a good thing. And it, it makes you want to do the counsel again next week and look forward to it. So just to recap, number one, create the habit. Okay. This, this is where you set aside time to hold the couple's counsel and and try to consistently do it every single week. Number two, get comfortable. Be aware of your body language. Sit together, physically put your shoulder to shoulder and be looking at the problem rather than having it in between you. Um you and your spouse. Number three, make it a no phone zone. Okay. Limit distractions as much as possible. Respect your spouse and make sure that in that moment, they understand that they are your fullest and highest priority and nothing else will take more precedence over them at all. Like it's, they are the number one priority. Number four, come prepared, bring your meeting agenda, pre-filled out or spend the first three to five minutes doing a mind sweep and filling it out, bringing calendars, doing whatever you need so that you are ready to go. Number five, keep it short and make it fun. Be efficient with your time, be productive, keep it short, sweet, and to the point, and then end with a prayer and a 20-second hug to make sure that you are including God and your spouse in a positive way at the end to make sure that it feels like something you want to be able to do again. You look forward to doing the counsel every week with your spouse. Hopefully this helped you and blessed you in some way, and if it did, please, please give us a review and rating and help us to know how we're doing so that we can share this. Mom friends, you know, take a screenshot of the podcast, share it with your friends on social media, in text messages, just 
you know, if you're out and about and talking with this, uh, your spouse, <laughs> if you're talking, you can invite your spouse too. whatever. I'm sure you guys listen to this too, <laughs> but try to share it with your mom friends since we kind of address moms, right? But yeah, share it with your friends when you're at the park or something and say, hey, you know, I'm really enjoying this podcast and this episode really made a difference and I would love to share it with you because I know it could make a difference in your life too. Like just remember that we love you and we are here for you, but we also want to grow and share with as many moms as possible so that they all can get out of this survival mode, this hot mess mom culture and really learn how to thrive as moms, wives, and homemakers. Okay. So just remember that sharing is caring and we truly appreciate you caring by sharing this with others. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye mama. Hey friends. Well, that is a wrap for today. I just want to let you know that we are not on Instagram or Facebook for the next 30 days. Okay. See you later. Social media for 30 days. We're taking a little break. We want to get into building up our website and our Pinterest and all the different things. So if you are looking for us, you can totally still click on our link in our bio on Instagram, and it will take you to all the different sources of where we are currently doing our content. Okay. So you can check us out at the podcast here on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you listen to. If you want to check out our blog or website or shop, it's all at www.highfivemotherhood.com. And we are now on Pinterest. So start pinning y'all. Like it is so exciting. I cannot wait for you to see all of the beautiful pins. Our graphic designer has designed. She has done such an amazing job. They are so gorgeous. And there's so many fun tips and tricks in there for you and free printables and all the things. So go ahead and check this out at High Five Mother on Pinterest as well. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to see you in a new way for the next 30 days. We're off social media, but we are here to serve you through the podcast, our website, blog, and shop, as well as Pinterest. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time.